Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay. What's up, gentlemen? Did you Hi. forget our names? Is that why you paused? No. That was weird. Wasn't it? It was like, and I'm back here with Mike and Jay. <laughs> I'm tired, Mike. But okay. mostly it was for dramatic effect, right? Okay. That's that's like a device that people use when they're talking, right? Sure, sure. I just figured, you know, we could talk about it because it seemed weird. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, rocking and rolling. <laughs> you sound very excited, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I've, that threw me off. I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. You threw me off there for a little bit. That pause really... I was ready to go and then monkey wrench right in the old works. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to mix it up, Jay. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about you, Kyle. You, you like to mix it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about Stormtide. Did you see how I did another dramatic pause there? Uh, and we're also going to talk about the super tactical droids or STDs, if you will. And uh, <laughs> he really likes saying that. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> It's a, it's a, uh, it's an acronym. What can I say? It's, it's an accurate acronym. Um, We have uh, a, AMG has said who will be the new Legion dev. So we're going to talk about that briefly. And then we're also going to talk about Invader because those signups were today, which is Monday where you record on Mondays. So uh, we'll hit all that. But first let's hit housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah, okay. So the normal, hey, join us on Patreon. We have a special podcast on there. We just did a live Q&A and a bunch of our Patreon members got to come on and ask us questions and we just published that so you guys can all listen to it, which is super cool. You know, you can ask any anything of us. We'll talk to you about anything, which is awesome. And uh, there's other rewards and stuff and cool like insights to the Fifth Trooper and you can help support the podcast and the blog, which is great. Uh, so, so let's get that out of the way. Let's talk about Stormtide. Um, and I'm excited. So today-ish, the last two or three days in the next couple days, people should be getting their Stormtide in the mail, which is very cool and can begin playing, which is awesome. Uh, so on top of that, Something that's really exciting is if you do have Stormtide and and you didn't see the email or anything today, or you're just kind of wondering about it, uh, Stormtide is available for list building now on Legion HQ. We've added some of the divisional lists on there, which are the basically the are all the units you'll have on your ship when you start the nar- narrative campaign, and then you can also add the Stormtide commander into 500 and 800 and 1600 point lists as well now. So for those of you who are playing Stormtide and who who subscribe, you can now use Legion HQ to build out your list and for those of you who haven't subscribed you can check out the commander and some of the command cards if see if you're interested it'll be cool to just kind of play with and check it out yeah just to uh kind of talk about that a little bit more the way that you do that is you kind of click on the points value on legion hq it actually populates a menu instead of just rotating through the points now um so you can pick skirmish standard grand army and then all the storm tide divisions it's a kind of a little drop down menu um so that's how you how you get to that functionality yeah and then the storm tide commander is in the commander slot for all factions on all lists 
point system. So, so that's all in there. That's, that's really exciting. We've been, um, I know we've talked about this the last couple months or so on this podcast and elsewhere, but <clears throat> I can't tell you how excited I am and thankful I am to everyone who subscribed and, and really believed in us, um, that, that they, they put their money right where their mouth is and, and really backed this insane project without fully knowing what we had in store for them. And, and hopefully that that's paying off for them. I, I believe it is. Um, and that you, you all who have supported us and subscribed to Stormtide are, are getting exactly what you wanted to get. And, and we're really looking forward to seeing all the, the pictures and, you know, our free mission that we did, we've been seeing tons of feedback and pictures and images and people seem to be really enjoying it. So um, I'm excited as I'm sure Mike is to see this in people's hands and, and thankful that, that not just the people for Stormtide, but for you listening and, and supporting us and reading our blog articles and our Patreon members, like this has been, I don't know, it's coming up on three years or so now since Fifth Trooper has really started from when I started the podcast and I interviewed Kyle on like our second episode and um it's been a whirlwind adventure for the last three years. And so this has been, it's been amazing and it couldn't have happened without all of your support at home listening and, and being there for us. So thank you so much. Man, three years. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, it feels like a lot longer than that or whatever it's worth. It kind of does. Yeah. 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 Well, um, we had the forever both, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> It feels both longer and shorter. Yes. All right. Well, shall we hit some news? Let's do it. Welcome to In the News. So if you happened to miss the news, uh, then you probably weren't watching the AMG painting stream. Is that is that where it was about the the new or who our Legion dev is, basically? Yeah, I guess you got to watch paint dry to get anything out of these guys. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Uh, um, That's so good, <laughs> and yet so bad. Uh, yes, so uh, Wilk Pagani, who is the the um, MCP lead developer, also is that accurate? That is my understanding. Okay. So is he one of these dudes that now? My understanding of Atomic Mass Games is they did what war cry or something before this what was the game they i believe on? they i think they worked at like privateer press or something yeah. war machine um war, war machine. machine there yeah. we are yeah, yeah. Which, so so uh, was he one of the dudes that worked on a tabletop game before he's he's a war machine guy yeah okay yeah. um so yeah it's you know i mean mcp is a good game um it's uh it's an okay game yeah i, I no it is i i just I was going somewhere else with this. It's, you know, I don't know how I feel about some, like, you know, they basically, uh, you know, said like, all right, you have two jobs now. Um, then yeah. it was kind of nice when like, you know, there was just a guy for Legion. Uh, it was two actually. Well, yes. Uh, right. <laughs> if you go all the way back to Alex and Luke. Yeah. 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 Uh, I um, definitely, yeah. I'm hesitant. I guess we'll see. I, I'm glad that I'm glad that they basically said something and said like, "Here is a person. Uh, this is the person." Yeah. Um, yeah. I find it. I. <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna. I'm um, not to not to like pour gasoline on, 
but I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this because it annoys me. Um, I I don't like their streams, number one, and I don't like that they use them to just arbitrarily throw out information to try to trick all of us into watching them. I don't like it. I I don't like it. So actually, I'm gonna be honest. I have not actually seen any of them. Exactly. No, I don't. Has. I don't either. And and <laughs> and it's I yeah. I feel a certain type of way about having to watch something that I'm completely not interested or invested in um, in order to get updates about this game that we all love to play um, or hobby or whatever. And I mean, I, I don't know. It would be just so everybody understands the equivalent of this. It would be like me live streaming, me doing the art for storm tide and throwing in, insane spoilers into that but you had to sit there for four hours and watch me draw like it's just it just i don't understand it like the two and i get amg wants to be like this hobby first connect uh, okay cool man you you want to be focused on the hobby great i love painting i love we you know we have dustin on our team like we clearly embrace the hobby as well but yo like i don't know maybe like a state of legion monthly like hey here's everything that we want to talk about boom 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 not watch me paint something and then i'm gonna throw in some random like i mean i think it could very easily just like if you're if you're going to release this information which thank you for releasing it all i guess um like it would be helpful if they just like had a twitter you know but like hey the well, newly developed they use the twitter sorry yes, yes. you know for for the information you know i i mean look, look the guys on the painting streams are great they're you know good oh people. yeah we're not disparaging you know i just like skills right? and and like the people that want to watch them i'm sure are getting a ton out of that content it's just like a it's just it's just not really super helpful to have like it feels like we're getting it through back channels i guess so i'd like to say as an aside they do post that stuff on their twitter afterwards just so everybody knows just to be clear what what do you you mean so like all the tac droid stuff is on their is on their twitter page sure but like like initially pushed out via twitter could have been stuff. i don't the, know the, but the there's some stuff. stuff um like the unit cards and the upgrade cards and stuff yeah they're good about pushing yeah. that out yeah um i just wanted right, right i just wanted to i'm not i just want to make sure like we didn't say something and then somebody came back and be like what are you talking about they post stuff on their twitter yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah we know we know they do that's not that's not what we're talking yeah about. I'm, I'm not really talking about like i i also sort of could a lot of people are going to disagree with me here. I could care less about the unit cards and command cards and stuff as far as like getting them in advance. Like it's nice, whoa, but like whatever. Whoa. I know a lot of we're going to talk about some today. I'm sure Mike, people are, whoa. you know, whatever. Do you but, want to just um, kill all our content for every episode? Jeez, <laughs> Mike, what? <laughs> well, it would it would just be it would just not be content now. It would be content yeah, later, right? That's fair. So which is it, but like it'd be, it'd be nice to get them all at once so that we're not looking at things in uh, piecemeal contexts. That's yeah. not an AMG problem though. That's been a problem for no, I know. 
Um, but like like nowhere on their Twitter does it say, hey, Star Wars Legion fans, we just wanted to let you know that your game is taken care of and, you know, Will Pagani is now going to be leading the development team for it, right? Instead, we got like one of the painting guys or whatever just being like, oh, yeah, and Will Pagani is heading the, you know, development team for whatever. And I appreciate that information, but I don't know. I don't want to bash on it too much, but that's that's how I'm feeling about yeah. it. I am glad that they uh, basically that that information was disseminated publicly in some fashion. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Hmm. Everybody's a critic. Yep. Hmm. Um, hmm. That's literally what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we like we're pundits, basically, right? Except yeah, for... we're pro- we're professional critics, so yeah. I don't know, whatever. Um, you guys are professionals for sure. I'm just a guy. <laughs> you're a great guy, Jay. Hey, thanks, buddy. Um, let's talk about. Hold on, before we move on, can I ask a question? Sure, yeah, sure. What do you what like? So we're not happy about the way, is it, do we believe because Alex and Luke and FFG had a policy of them being so much in the public that that's kind of our expectation moving forward with Legion and that's why we feel this way? Or would we feel this way even if they were secretive from the beginning and limited access to the developers from the beginning? So this is how I feel about it. And it's, it's, Maybe not a one-to-one comparison, but let's say that you love, uh, I don't know, Blizzard Entertainment because they're in the limelight right now and they're getting a lot of crap. But I think it, in, in for, for, for different reasons, clearly. Yeah. But- Very different reasons. Very different reasons. And I want to make that clear. Like, but, but I think it's a good case study because I think a lot of people- that listen that play legion and stuff will at least know of blizzard entertainment and know those games and all that mm-hmm. jazz mm-hmm. um but like when somebody steps down at blizzard and gets replaced or gets fired at blizzard and gets replaced you know what happens immediately is a press release that says hey just so you guys know um so-and-so is now the lead developer of world of warcraft or you know the new dev on the diablo team is such and such and like look it's not going to quell the fact that like a bunch of crap happened and like clearly there were problems but at least it shows that you have the like maturity as a company to display some like amount of projected stability like it look at least it looks like you have a handle on what's going on and so would uh, i say then this isn't an amg problem then this is an asthma day problem right because so let's not forget that they all answer to a higher power that is not themselves right so oh, maybe definitely. it's yeah. yeah i think it's very unclear at least to me and i feel like I probably have more insight into this than the most. I mean, you guys do too, but like, like where the, like where atomic mass or FFG ends and asthma day kind of begins, like clearly asthma day owns those companies, but like, I'm not sure I've ever met someone that's like just an employee of asthma day, you know? 
I have, but sure. for different reasons. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know I, ju- I just like so so when when I hear oh it's asthma day, yeah, I, I literally couldn't name one person that works for asthma day that doesn't work for amg or ffg like i couldn't give you a name so like saying it's asthma day to me is like oh it was you know god or you know like some invisible thing that is not really comprehensible i feel like quoting the usual suspects here because right isn't that like the best trick the devil ever pulled was making you believe he didn't exist so i don't know maybe that's the thing right maybe we're pointing the blame Ray at AMG and getting all in every, not I'm I, the Royal, we, you know, the, the, the community when really the aim Ray needs to go up, uh, up a level. And maybe, maybe we're, maybe we're barking at the wrong, you know, the wrong cat. It's, it's very possible that that's the case. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I guess I get what you're saying, Mike, though. It's not clear. Like, even if even if you were to say like asthma day is responsible for a given personnel decision what it, like what does that mean like who who, who like is asthma, asthma day? right exactly like, like i don't i don't know the answer to that question and i'm sure there is you know these are people that are like executives that we just as as miniatures gamers we don't have any concept of because they're yep. you know asthma day executives in france or whatever yeah um but i don't know um, yeah i get um, what you're saying it's very nebulous like yeah yeah i mean it's it's nebulous it's uh and and i think that's also why sometimes at least i think to me it sort of feels frustrating it's like i don't know who to be mad at if like you know if if it's not you know amg's fault like I, like who am i supposed to air my grievances to who who should i be writing the letter of hey i'm unhappy with the services you're providing you know like like we have I give, a, we have I give a you semi-pop- a t- popular podcast so probably right now <laughs> this is your letter i think sure sure i i think that that's fair i just i not everybody has that platform right you know um i uh, i am we we have you send you, us your letters we'll read oh, them out loud on and, the podcast no we will not <laughs> i think the asthma day executives whoever those whoever those are uh, probably don't listen to this podcast. The great so. and powerful eyes. Yeah. Well, and and I do think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. at, le- at least for me, you know, if if there are people that like work for AMG that are listening to this podcast or whatever, or like hear of this podcast and we are complaining or whatever, um, like uh, you know, I still want them to succeed. Like, and I want to be clear about that. Like, we grind on, we're grinding on them right now, but like. I want them to succeed. I just want to feel like they're also our advocate. And right now I just like, I'm not feeling that. Um, and they may be, and it might be totally unfair that we're, we're critiquing and chastising whatever is going on in their name, but there's really nowhere else to point the finger. I feel like at, at this juncture, uh, other than the nebula, which isn't super helpful. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, from someone who has worked many, many years at corporate America, it just stinks of someone who doesn't really know the day-to-day making decisions on day-to-day operations and, and, and leaving everyone else to pick up the pieces and then leaving us to sit here and point fingers at people 
who maybe didn't have a choice decision or say in any of it, right? And so um, it's interesting. And the other thing is we don't know, there may have been very valid reasons behind all of this. And without that transparency, right? Yeah, we're all left to kind of go, you know, you take all our money. We, we give you all our money for this game and you're not giving us any information. Um, but I would say there's probably a large majority of the population of Legion players that don't even, A, listen to us and B, even know what's going on. They're just like, oh, there's an ATST at the store. Great. I'm going to buy it, you know? And so as someone who in the past and even in the present, plays certain games casually and i i just there's games i play miniature games that i don't know who the developer is i honestly could care less i just like i just like the game and i think it's interesting and i play it um so it's just it's just a i know we're kind of treading old water here but i just you know i'm just trying to like say i don't know i I think that's fair you know and certainly the reason that we're so animated about this is because we love legion Yep. And uh, we certainly wish our new overlords the best um, because of how much we love the game. So, right. We're clearly passionate about it. We've literally been talking about it every week for the last three years. So, I mean, for the most part, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At at least once a week, uh, if not more. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, we, we are as invested as you at home are, if not more at times, you know? And, uh, I just and we just want we just want transparency yeah that's all that's all we're asking if you're listening to me faceless asthma day sea level person who just stumbled upon this podcast today we just want some transparency that's all we want yep <laughs> transparency that's the news word of the day job. yeah word of the day transparency yeah there you go all right Speaking of transparency, let's talk about some new units. Get ready for advanced tactics. All right, now so, you guys are going to have to explain these to me because I have not been paying attention. Explain. Okay. Well, well, let's, do, let's do talk we need about to explain what this before is. we explain anything. Yeah. Do we need to explain what a super tactical droid is like in Star yeah. Wars lore? Please. Yeah, okay. let's start there. I mean, it's, a, uh, it's like an upgraded tactical droid. Um, okay. They're basically... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, fine. You go, Mike. We've already started on the wrong path, I, right, Mike? All right, an upgraded ahead. tactical droid. All right, look, super tactical droids are supposed mm-hmm. to be the end-all, be-all in, like, warfare strategy. They okay. compute everything and anything and, like, basically compute all the simulations and figure out exactly what the enemy's supposed to do so wow. that you can take the most strategic and tactical approach to defeat it, right? So, so they're like the Kyle. Yes, droids. like 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 okay. if Kyle was, you know, mm-hmm. we always made a made the joke about Kyle being the tactical droid commander. That's not really fair. Kyle would be the super tactical droid commander because, huh. like, that's that's the level that these are operating at. So I just I they're not an upgraded tactical droid. They're like a you know yeah Kyle. They clearly have super in their name. Exactly. All right. All right. Exactly. Super ta- All right. So and when we're done explaining each one and going through them, I want you to decide which one you are, Kyle. That's that's our next mission. Oh, I already know the answer to that one. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear it. Um, it's also the one I'm probably going to end up using the most in the game. So I'll let you guys guess once we're done, and then I'll, I'll All right. tell you. All right. So there there are three super tactical droids. 
Yeah. Um, importantly, they're all unique, which means that you can only field one super tactical droid, period, regardless of what type you field. Yes. Uh, and just some lore oh. insight there. That's because these were extraordinarily rare. Like that you don't like oh. And like, like you would have like one of these in like an entire separatist. So, place. so, so I guess if you're thinking about it, it would be like, Hey, you get to build one of these for your army and you need to decide which one to build. And that's it. Cause you only got the parts and the stuff for the one. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, you know, your, your scientists could only like have the memory core, like the mm -hmm. stuff to build one memory core or whatever. Um, clearly there were multiple, but like they were very rare as far as. It's like trying to find an RTX 3080, you know? Mm. Yes. <laughs> if you get that joke, you get that joke. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, yeah, and they're kind of divas too. Like, you know, these are, you, you picture a little bit like, you know, General MacArthur from World War II uh, yes. does not get along well with other generals kind of situation. Like if, if there were ever two super tactical droids in one place, uh, <laughs> there would be, it would be a problem, so. Um, All right. Yeah. So in game, you can only have one period. Yep. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the generic one first. All right. So generic super tactical droid, 95 points. Yep. So th this is a expensive support commander. Uh, two, two command slots, one comm slot and one gear slot. Um, five health. Uh, to encourage a red save, surge hit, uh, speed two like most troopers. He's got two weapon profiles, melee is black, black, and the ranged weapon is red, white with lethal one. Overseer's E5 blast rifle. It's decent because uh, he also has sharpshooter one. So um, it's, it's basically the same profile as like the generic, you know, 55 point tactical droid, except it also has lethal one. Mm hmm. Well, um, and it has red saves. Uh, yeah, sorry. I mean the the weapon profile. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I just wanted to be. I'm like, eh, this is not the same profile. Yeah, five health, <laughs> five health, and, five health and red saves is a very yeah. big difference from four this health is, and white no surge save. This looks kind of like Rex to me. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Uh, Minus the gunslinger and the my, tactical. Yeah. Look, uh, we yeah. haven't gotten to the keywords yet. Yeah, yeah. All right, so keywords: strategize one as an action. Gain one suppression token to choose a friendly unit at range one. It gains one aim and one dodge token. Hmm. So, uh, looks very similar to calculate odds on its face. Um, there's there's two key differences here. The first is that the suppression goes on the tactical droid and not on your target. Yep. The second is that it is not restricted to trooper units. Hmm. So, interesting. Yep. It's basically calculate odds though for all intents and purposes besides those two important differences yeah i mean sure okay let's continue okay direct ai unit so this is similar this is the same keyword that's on the regular tactical droid except it is yep. ai unit which which is fundamentally way better because yeah. that is everything the normal tactical droid can issue orders to and a bunch of other things right right yes um you know this is droid echoes this is staps uh do aats have ai uh, yep. they do right like it, it's your AAT. it's basically any droid or vehicle in this army 
right? It's everything except your characters, basically. Right, right. It's yeah. It's everything but Grievous, Dooku, Bane, Maul. That's probably it, right? And generic tactical droids. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or 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 importantly, by the way, uh, stuff that like loses the AI keyword because you take an upgrade. Sure, like so, B2s with Dactroids. Right. Do you not. Took, yeah. You could not direct to a B2 with a T-series upgrade with this. Um, importantly, so keep that in mind if you're taking that upgrade on B2s. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you could just direct to a B1 and then bounce it to a B2. I think 95% of the time, if you're using B1s, this this probably still just goes to your B1 chain, basically. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is just like, it's a tactical droid. The original tactical droid had direct, you yeah. know, I don't know. It's, I think it's fine. All right, let's talk about this next one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, keep going. It's, it's, it's not been long enough for me to rant about something, but... Um, override one when a friendly unit at range one activates you may gain one suppression token if you do that unit ignores AI during its activation yeah uh, so at first glance here uh, so, so I just, I just want to be real clear override one is the, the number only refers to the range, the range. We, we can tell that based on uh, one of the other alternate profiles we see later on this triggers or has the potential to trigger on every activation that is within range. Yes. Right. So you, if you have three droid echoes in range of your super attack droid, um, you can gain one suppression each time they activate to just ignore AI on all of them. This is like compel, but for ignoring AI and the mm. suppression goes on the tactical droid instead of on the unit. Do you can you imagine how good Cabell would be if Krennic got the suppression instead of the trooper <laughs> unit? <laughs> and if Krennic uh, was a droid trooper instead of a person, right? He didn't care about the suppression either until um, he panics. Anyway, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, this is this is real good. This is really good. I think um, so. And I, it, at least at first blush here, um, at least for the generic, I think the majority of the points you're paying for is for override. Yep, um, I agree. And, I mean, it basically negates the drawback that separatists are supposed to have, right? Like, separatists are hmm. supposed to be on AI if they don't have orders, and super tactical droids, I'm sure because they're super, are <laughs> like, you can do whatever you want because I'm amazing, right? Um, this feels like danger territory to me. Yes. <laughs> um, as far as <laughs> yes. you know, my 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 spider senses are saying danger, like very danger. You know, um, uh, as far as like things that are you know could could break things go, this is on the list. Um, I don't know. Well, what's your take on it, Jay? And then I. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, how it seemed like, because uh, it's the range. So then it, it can be three, four, five, whatever is within that range, right? But I mean, it it can only probably happen once at that level because of their courage, right? Because the super tactical is going to be getting the suppression. So unless they have some way to remove the suppression, you're kind of maybe messing with your commander a little hard too. But that could be a good push towards like an end objective though, right? Am I, am I reading that correctly? Well, remember droid troopers don't care about suppression. 
Yeah. Well, they well, do. They, if, they, if they do panic. if they're panicked. Right. Sure. But they have courage too. So that's four. So you can do this four times before you even have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. In a turn. And of course, they can just like. I'm just. Cover. Yeah. I guess what I was just saying was that there seems to. There's kind of an upper limit to it to a degree. It's not like an infinite thing that you can just keep doing it. I think there's some limitation to it. Well, I mean, you can't do it like five times a turn. But you probably also don't need to do it five times a turn. Yeah. But but I think maybe what's more important is that if you need to do it five times in a turn, you can. You can. Yeah. Right. And 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 maybe your tactical droid panics right. after you're done doing all those things. But like, usually when you like, so as a uh, primary separatist player, even building lists that are designed to basically mitigate AI. Um, you know, mitigating AI and ignoring AI are not the same thing. Those are very different. Um, people are like, oh, well, you know, you can just ignore AI anyway because B1s and, uh, you know, it's kind of a non-keyword anyway. So who cares about override? Um, but the only reason it feels like a non-keyword is because separatist players go to great lengths to make sure that that keyword doesn't trigger. Um, you know, you, you build armies consisting significantly of B1s or... Uh, you know, units that have an upgrade, an expensive upgrade that lets them remove their AI ability like B2s with the T-series, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's a list building restriction that AI places on you. And then it also places on you a uh, positioning restriction. Your B1s all have to be close to each other. Um, and if you want them to coordinate to another unit that has AI that you're trying to avoid via a face-up, then that unit also has to be close to your B1s. So, you know, one thing that's sort of liberating about using B2s with a T-series, which again is an expensive, you know, it's an 18-point upgrade, uh, is that you can kind of play them like a quote-unquote normal core unit. And if you need to, like, deploy them on a flank to deal with R2 or do some other thing, uh, you can, you know, or deploy them range two away from your main force. You can do that. That's fine. Um, if you need to, like, move around a line of sight blocker that's, uh, you know, wider than range one, you can do that. Um, you don't have to pick a side, <laughs> which if you've got a horde of B1s, you, you got to pick one side, <laughs> yeah. you know? So this just basically takes all that and is like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I also, so my, my gut instinct here is saying that um, I'm less worried about this as it comes to core units, because I think overall separatist players do build and, and it's, frankly it's it's not that expensive to build to make sure that those things are working i think this makes units particularly um sniper strike teams yep android decas both which are very difficult or very expensive to mitigate ai on um exceedingly more of a of a mainstay like all of a sudden you can now aim shoot with your double red snipers yep. with pierce right yeah just park oh. three three of them next to your super tech right right i think that's for sure more reasonable but with the droidicas like it seems like a that's more of a diff because don't you want those moving up and like getting in the fray a little bit more than you would your snipers like i for could sure. see i could see the snipers right that's that's easy right that's that's the same fears move right keep them back handing out aims and stuff with your snipers but like 
I don't know, Droidek is a little bit harder to do because they're getting into the mix. Well, you can also cohere the Droidek as backwards, right? So, like, that's, like, a little bit... You really only need to be, like, at range two of the lead Droideka kind yeah. of, you know, between the base and the range one move or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, I also think that the super attack can be a bit more um, aggro, if you will, than normal tack droids like it's got a red defense die it's got yeah. five health you know it's it's not gonna like you shouldn't like put it out there to get shot mm-hmm. right um but i definitely think that it's got it's got a little bit more play there i i just i think it it might not be super good on the droid echoes but i think if i had to pick two units in the separatist army yeah. that right now ai regularly triggers on that you could use to mit- the super attack to mitigate i those are the two that stick out to me um yep and the third unit i would add i would actually add two units to that list b2s with acms and no t-series upgrade oh sure yeah you you definitely don't have to like pour 20 points into every b2 unit uh to Mm -hmm. make them functional now right which which is again i think maybe to to jay's point there uh you know there's still the kind of the range two you know, you got to get up in there, but I, I don't really think that, that that that's that big a deal. And I also think in the meta that we think is coming, otherwise the magic school bus meta, you know. Um, oh, it's already here. Lone Star open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. You, they're going to come to you. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, I, I think this makes all those units a lot better. Yep. And I would add Magna Guard to that list too. So. Yeah, it's unclear to me how much they actually need the order. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, just between like retinue and um the fact that their AI move their moving AI melee unit. Um but I do yeah. think like as far as like units to uh take your Magna Guard with, like a super attack droid seems seems fine to me. Yeah, because he can get up in the mix a little bit more to trigger that right now. Uh, if he does get shot, you can use that guardian. So, yeah, um, I mean, between between retinue and strategize, you can be yeah. handing like double aimed magna guard shots before they even like, even yeah, if AI is going off, right? Um, seems good. So, yeah, um, yeah, and you you made a a, a comment there too, uh, basically about the current units, right? Like, you know this applies to any future unit that also has AI, which could potentially be a lot of units. So, yep. um, you know, this could be like a token sharing situation where like, it looks fine when you're using it on phase ones, but then arc troopers in phase two comes out and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what I mean, I mean, we, we have seen, there are very few effects in Legion that are, um, global like this uncapped yeah yeah global uncapped effects um you know uh i think it's what compel token sharing is that the end of the list that's in the game right now um i'm sure that's not exhaustive but it's what i can think of off the top of my head i mean dauntless is is a single just one unit right i i don't think yeah, I think I think everything else is pretty much capped. If we've forgotten something, feel free to share it in the comments so that you can yep. uh, tell us how how silly we are. Um, but uh, yeah, 
I just I think every, anytime you put a global effect like this in a game, I think you have to be very cautious. I, I remember the 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 last edition of 40k. I opened up the Space Marine Codex, and like every Space Marine, like you know, 40 point hero had like some sort of global effect that like bumped your saves or made you know you yeah. you know. I was like, oh, this is uh, <laughs> this is crazy good. Um, but yeah. Especially, and it's compels a little different because, you know, compels not like specifically ignore a weakness of the faction kind of situation. This is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm not sure that's fair. Um, I mean, like being courage one is innately a weakness of the faction at this point. Yeah, I, w- I would make, I would argue, but rebels you know? have the same problem, and you know, yeah, rebels don't rely on their core units like empire does. No, they don't. Yeah, I get what you're saying there, but it's also yeah. like AI is supposed to be like a faction defining, totally thing that you have to work around, um, and this just says like, yeah, <laughs> whatevs. Yeah, let's let's yeah. talk about the other two. Uh, okay. I guess we can call them if you're uh, into Loki these days, variants. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Should probably let's, do the Kraken one, right? Because yeah, he let's has... do Kraken next because yeah. he's the most similar. Um. So ways that Kraken is different from the base profile. Uh, he has all the same slots, except he also has a training slot, um, which I think you're probably going to be putting endurance in most of the time. Yeah, which which cannot be overstated, I think. Yeah, because it helps mitigate override. Yep. Um, which he also has. Which he also <laughs> has. He has strategize one, just like the regular. Uh, he's got the same defense profile and stuff. He surges crit instead of surge hit. Um, he's got sharpshooter two instead of sharpshooter one and also native pierce double black on his e5 so a significantly better ranged attack profile Uh, and then in melee four red with lethal one this is the same (laughs) attack that chewie has (laughs) it's even called the same thing i think right overwhelm overwhelm yeah yeah is is this the is this the tactical droid that like punches anakin I think it is. Okay. I, I would have to look it up, frankly, yeah. but I'm I would be I would be surprised if it was. Yeah. That that would seem to give some justification for the melee profile, I guess. Um uh he's got charge. <laughs> just to, just just to add insult to injury. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest here. I know yeah, I'll finish and then I'll add my piece. Okay. Um and then override two. Which is why we know that the number refers to the range because it says when a friendly unit at range one to two activates. So yeah. extended range override, basically. He doesn't. Uh, so the, the primary difference here is he does not have direct. Yeah, and he's only five points. More. So that's what I was gonna say. I mean, like on its face here, like I don't know what direct AI unit is valued at, um, but man, uh, the five point bump for that profile difference feels like. If you can only take one super attack, yeah. I'd almost always take Kraken. I feel like, and then put uh, an uplink on one of your B ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I will be proven to be wrong there, but I, I'm not sure <laughs> that's true. I just, you know, I, I guess I could see maybe the super attack and like the the generic super attack and more of like a B two heavy build with with actual attack droids or something. I don't know, uh, but like 
you you give that guy tenacity he's like a mini darth vader (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i don't know seems really good and run alongside magna guard so they can guardian for him yeah yeah i just um yeah it seems seems excellent seems i don't know what else to say other than it seems really excellent yeah Yeah. yep yep and i guess just uh, maybe to elaborate on it a little bit more uh, i think the the range difference on override here like the difference between range one and two is very large very large it's it's substantial Um, because you're talking about you know uh you can cohere your models backwards just just having having all of that flexibility in there um i think really adds to that i mean you can effectively be like almost range three away from attack droid and still be in override range if you're cohered properly yeah i mean i think yeah well because and it allows you with him if i'm reading this right like it allows you to go get in the mix with him, but then still be able to give override to your snipers potentially, right? So like where you're talking about moving your army forward and him being back, but now he could go forward and still be affecting things behind him, which is yep. wild. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, should we hit the last one? Yeah. Yeah, all right. let's do it. Kalani. So this this was the tactical droid in that Rebels episode, right? I think so. Uh, where they basically like found the old separatist army and they were like reactivated basically yep okay um yeah so he is uh primary differences from the base tactical droid he's got three command slots um the only unit in the game i think (laughs) yeah i think you're right what do you do with three command slots i mean i could see an argument for like aggressive tactics, vigilance, and strict orders. Just take like all of the. I mean, like separatists probably don't care a ton about vigilance, but if you're running like Grievous or Dooku with them, or Maul, like having vigilance in the list just to hold a dodge token isn't horrible. Yeah, and you could also, I think, can you use commanding presence to extend your direct range? Is that a thing? Yes, because uh, indirect it says things that affect affect order range affect direct as well. So you could give him a range for direct with uh, commanding presence, basically. Yeah, I guess that would be fine. Um, I mean, you know, it's like whatever three tra- three command slots. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I you. Yeah. Well, let's let's go through what he does. Yeah. Okay. So, and then he he does not have a training slot. He's got a comp slot and a gear slot. Uh, I actually think vigilance is a good candidate here for reasons we'll get into. One of them is that he has strategized two. So, <laughs> this is like calculate on two separate units. Here. No, 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 no. I w- I want to be real clear. This is the equivalent of take cover two and and spotter two at the same in time. the same action yes oh man this guy would be really good with tanks uh, <laughs> it's uh, funny you should mention that <laughs> yeah yep he's got direct ai like the regular he does he does not have override which is the primary functional difference. The, right and the primary drawback for taking kalani yeah um he has a, I think this is a new keyword, reinforcements. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You may deploy after all units without reinforcements have deployed. Um, that's kind of nice. I don't know how like big of a difference that makes on your commander who it's usually like with a support commander reasonably obvious where they're going to go. I but, guess yeah. it would matter if you're playing. The only time it matters if you're low on or on activations and you need you're, to you're play. playing separatists, man. No, I know. I'm, but I'm saying, when would it matter, right? The only sure. time it would matter is if you're low on activations and you're trying to get him in a position, like let's say with the double tank, you're trying to get him in a position where he can give out those aims and dodges to those tanks, and then you can kind of decide where that is at the very end. You got to put the tanks down first, though, right? So, like, they kind of have yeah, but you want him to be like in a go. safe spot, so you can kind of see what they're doing before you put him in his spot to to do that. I guess I don't really know. I don't. I I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm reacting to this in the moment, so I don't know yeah. exactly how I would do this or why, I, I think it, why that, this, that matters. I I don't think this keyword matters a lot. Um, on him, it doesn't. No, I, th- I think if, if this was on other units, if there are ways to get this keyword on other units, like on an upgrade or something, um, that could be a significant game changer. Yeah. Um, but I think just on a standard, on this unit card, meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Um, sharpshooter two instead of sharpshooter one. But his uh, dice are also worse. He's got black, white instead of red, white on his U5. So. Um, yeah, I almost think the base super tack droid is better than this guy. Um, like the strategize two is cool, um, but I think I would rather have the base super tack droid. It it depends on whether you have a plan for using override or not. If if you're just fielding like a conventional, you know, I'm going to use my B ones and coordinate to uh, mitigate AI and I want my extra two green tokens every turn, then I think, you know, Kalani is a good consideration. So normally I'd agree with you, but I'm going to go back to uh, we're in magical bus meta land, and I think people are going to be running comms jammers left, right, and center, and I think Override's going to bail you out. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's dramatic. The... The, the situations it's going to be able to bail you out of, I think, are really important. Yeah, and frankly, like, especially for a bus meta where your opponent's up in your face, Kraken's uh, better attack profiles are going to be much more relevant anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It seems like you're, you're probably going to be taking him and just buying an uplink or something for... And you can even... I mean, these override really opens up list building in a way that separatist players, I think, have not. Their mind hasn't like exploded uh, appropriately yet. Like, <laughs> you could run a list with just three naked B ones in it, and then just field a bunch of other junk like a rebel list. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> like, think of the yeah. possibilities there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. No, I agree. Um, I, I think that these are um, they're really stellar. Do we do we know if they have command cards or anything? We know that they have command cards. I think we even know what they're called, but we don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the Asmodee store page, let's see. There's no link to the Asmodee store page on <laughs> on this tweet. 
excellent. <laughs> or maybe I'm just bad at Twitter. This, this is not the crap talking things they do. So <laughs> uh, nope, there is no link to the. Okay, hang on. Asmodee, North America. Uh, I'm trying to find your product page, Asmodee. That should be the one thing you're good at. Um, oh, it does not come up on Google really easily. That's interesting. Okay, here we go. Super Tactical Droid Commander Expansion. Where did I see this card spread? There it is. Okay. Yeah, we know uh, we know the name of one of the command cards, which is They Too Will Suffer. And it appears to be Kraken electrocuting somebody. Nice. Yeah. Which I think, uh, if you look super close, might even be the same image that's like on his... Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um yeah so they do have command cards we don't know what they do okay so i mean like uh yeah i think for the cost it's really hard to i mean i think they should probably be in every separatist player's arsenal even before we see the command cards yeah you know i i i think these command cards could basically be minor upgrades over uh, ambush push and assault and you know i would take this guy over a standard tactical droid nine nine point nine times out of ten so yeah it's one of those like you just you find the 40 to 45 points to make that happen yeah somewhere like the 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 normal tactical droid is really just a direct stick and this is like a direct stick that like actually does things yeah you know um it's a direct stick that actually also does support commander things (laughs) and and like kraken is like like he's a decent melee linebacker. Yeah. If like a Jedi like embeds himself in your lines, like slapping them with four red dice is like no joke. You know, I don't, I don't know. I know. Uh, do in fact picture a super tactical droid slapping somebody. Yeah. That's, I think I think that's what they would do. They would walk up and like just you know slap fight. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, I'm excited as a separatist player. Um, I've, I've, yeah. Whether or not you think override is a good thing for the game or for the faction is another question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... yeah. I mean, I definitely like. I think like everything else in this game, be excited to play it. I feel very similarly about like burst of speed. You know, like yeah. if you're if you're into Jedi's and you like playing Jedi's, like get excited. I think uh, if it was up to me like both of these things would get nerfed into the ground as soon as possible but it's not up to me so um you know uh we'll see i definitely think that this is less of an issue than burst but um yeah Yeah, well i don't know we'll see we'll see it might be more (laughs) of a it's it's definitely more of a systemic issue as as part of a i think once separatist players figure out that this kind of just blows their list building restrictions wide open um in a faction that already has very good internal balance uh, i think you're going to see some interesting and very different droid builds than you're used to so i'm looking forward to that yeah i mean it's hard to tell whether that's a good thing or a bad thing um i feel like droids already have like excellent variety in their even even despite the the hoops you kind of have to jump through to mitigate AI um, in their list in their competitive list building, uh, but yeah, they're definitely gonna have more. <laughs> so, 
be excited separate displayers all right um should we hit invader briefly signups for today uh yeah let's do it i heard i i actually did not listen to the last week because i was at the beach but uh i uh did you guys talk about invader already last week we did i think i don't i don't remember if i talked about the list i was gonna play i know jay uh i have submitted my list already so i can i have Um, to yeah but uh, you know jay was talking about the fact that he was unsure if he was gonna play an invader jay have you made up your mind have you registered I'm not playing. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> listen. Okay. I'll, I'll be honest with everybody at, at home. It's um, I want. I love playing. It's just hard for me to make time for it, and I always feel bad because I end up either, you know, not being able to make the time, or or you know, getting annoyed because I can't find the time. It's just it's never fun for me, and so I'll I'll sit this one out. Just it's just better this way. It's just better. So, so Kyle. Yep. What did you register? Mall B twos. Mall B twos. Oh man. It Jeez. it would be a different story like if, if the unit legality was uh, different. But oh, I mean, I think everybody can answer that question. With it would be different if yeah. the unit legality. Was but different. this is this is literally the same, you know, the same unit restrictions that we had at Lone Star Open, um, and I felt like. Uh, clearly, I would have made some changes to that list, notably cutting some stuff for a bid, um, which I may or may not. I can't. I have not decided whether I'm going to do that this time or not. Um, but the point is, like, I felt like that list was a good fit for that meta, uh, yeah. which was a very armor-heavy meta. It's a list with impact eight, so um, I'm going to just keep playing it until it stops working for me. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, or until the super tactical dread comes out, whichever those things happen first. <laughs> but then maybe you just slot the super tactical droid into a mall B2 list. I don't think it's that hard. And do strategize on mall. Yeah. <laughs> Seems good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. What about you, Mike? Um, I am playing a list I have titled It's Not Rexstar. Um, <laughs> all right and uh i'm i'm uh taking obi-wan kenobi to the round robin uh this season figured i would um i actually think they're like you know Ooh. with with the melee me- melee skews being kind of what they are these days Rexstar has lost a little bit of value um and like if you get a couple sets of wookies in your lines or i fully expect rex star to fall down real hard once burst will be is legal so i just sort of want to i and i kind of expect it to be legal by eliminations frankly so i kind of just wanted to just keep practicing with force push because I, I think we're entering the stage of the game where if you don't have force push in your list you might just lose instantly um that's a little dramatic, and I'm sure we can talk about that in the weeks to come. Um, but and it might it might be that might be a little over the top, but I don't think it's <laughs> you? Over, over the, the top. top? Oh my god! So. Um, yeah, you've uh, never but, had a hot take in the three years we've been doing this. But but I do think that um, you know Vader Vader burst of speed is going to change the game. Um, yeah, fund, fund, fundamentally. No, no, you okay. guys are wrong. You haven't have you tried it, Jay? 
No, how would I have tried it? No, I haven't tried it. Listen, listen to me. I understand what it does. I want to be very clear. Fundamentally change the game. I think that's a little strong. I, you can believe but, that all you want. I, I, I fully expect to see Invader single Elims, uh, Vader mirror matches left, right, and center. Um, well, and if if people are brave enough to actually play it, y- yes. Uh, but I, I don't think I, I, I suspect people are going to just slap bursts on other force users. For, L- most, listen for the most part. L- L- listen, 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 listen. I mean, if, listen. if other people want to lose and not play Vader, that's fine. Mike, I think I, we know what you're playing for. You, for you, I, you I it, love the Empire. I, I love it with all my heart. Yeah. And I want it to be great. Fundamentally change the game. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I will die on this hill. And like, I have you played League of Legends? I'm generally aware of it. Okay. So there's, there's a, um, the answer is I, no. I, I haven't played, I, but I'm I aware of I don't play it. League of Legends, but what I I understand that there to be um, a uh, like way to play League of Legends where you basically one person carries the team and like you let them farm all of the experience the entire game. Um, I expect Vader to be a two hundred and two two hundred point hard carry for Empire lists after burst of speed comes out listen i I think you literally could take 600 points of the worst units in the game and have a which which, to be clear is possibly stormtroopers right which right which which you (laughs) you potentially are taking 600 points of the worst units in the game and i think you would have a strong chance to like easily if you know what you're doing like top 16 or top eight invader league dude no strong doubt listen listen to me very clearly mike i think is burst of speed good yep is it fundamentally going to change the game nope because there's still some facts about vader that are still true that burst of speed doesn't fix well 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 <laughs> if we're if we're going to talk about this let's talk about those facts that are still true can okay. i do one vader. can i do one vader fact real quick yeah, please. Yeah. Second place at Lone Star Open, without burst of speed. Yeah, well. So, so, so <laughs> I. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, so what? What is what is fundamentally still true with burst of speed? Uh, okay. So Vader fundamentally is still a glass cannon. And I I say this. Here's why? why I say this. Okay. Okay. Yep. You ready? Yes. Does he roll? red dice absolutely does he have significant health absolutely these are these are both true facts but vader placed in a precarious spot dies just as easy as every other unit in the game i find i believe that doesn't change with burst of speed so if if anything burst of speed puts you into other units quicker i get what you're saying we went over this i forgot what cast it was but we sure. t- maybe it was the scoundrels cast where we talked about you know uh, let's talk about the implacable turn so you can you can do potentially two bursts of speed into a unit put your put your token back into the bag and then have another burst of speed for another so maybe you're erasing two units maybe maybe during that turn Okay, you still got the rest of their army, and Vader is still very susceptible to fire. 
And so even though he can get to them faster and he can get in the mix, which he loves to do, don't get me wrong. I understand what you're saying, but I just think that the game is at a point where there's a lot of things that could kill Vader. This isn't back when it's just empire versus rebels anymore. This is a different game now. I a hundred percent agree that it's a different game. Hey, can you, how many times have you taken a standby token on Darth Vader? A handful, like not, not very often. Yeah. So, So when you burst of speed into their army and then the immediate, like, let's say that you then play fear and dead men or, Master, Master of Evil, evil or, yeah. or or even Implacable, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so a couple of things. Standbys allow you to basically wait safely in melee. They can either withdraw or run away from Vader and your army and try and not trigger it, in which case they're doing nothing. Or they do a thing within range two of Vader at a time when you can just clean up the unit you're in melee with and then walk away um i yeah i um i get where you're coming from i know a lot of people have reservations about this what what, what i'm saying though let's just i don't want to i know we're on time here but the the same just because he's faster doesn't make the other things not true anymore i think it, it, I, th- I would argue that it does because the amount of times he gets shot while not in melee are significantly reduced. Like the, your, your opponent, if you're playing Darkness Descends and Burst of Speed together correctly, should no longer be able to shoot Vader before he's in your army. Yeah. Maybe they get a standby off. Maybe. Let's, let's phrase it this way. Who's the best force user in the game right now? OP Luke. I think it's Darth Maul. I also think Darth it's Darth Maul. Maul. Okay. Who's the most fragile force user in the game? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Who's the most durable force user in the game? Darth Vader. Yeah. So why is why is Darth Maul the best force user in the game if he's also the most fragile force user in the game? In your opinion. In my on. opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because because he's the one that can most reliably and consistently get engaged with your opponent's force yeah but but burst of speed is a one it's a one-time use yeah but once you're in the middle of your opponent's army they have two options Mm -hmm. they can choose to run away from your army and your objective tokens Mm -hmm. or they have to stay and chill in the vader blender like those are their options like, like as long as you are, cho- so the, the may- maybe main point here is that you have to choose to fight around something important, like evaporator or an objective token. Like if you're burst of speeding into their army at that juncture where you're, you're basically saying, hey, you can stay here and stay in the Vader blender where I eat a unit every turn and safely stay in melee or, um, you can run away and just lose the game. Like if those are your options, you have to stay in the Vader blender. And and because he's already in melee because of burst of speed, you can wait to activate him. And if and if they just want to take a bunch of standbys to deal with Vader, you can shoot him off with all your range four shore troopers, snipers, and RTC storms, right? Um, and then they they have effectively wasted their activations. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and that all sounds great in theory. 
right? But in practice, I think that's going to be a lot more complex. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. I would love to revisit this. this I love your little smart ass reactions of we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I'm telling you guys, listen, you guys think you think things just going to work out exactly how you think they're going to work out. I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot more complex than that, especially with the mix of armies and units. Um, I think that the other thing is sure you could get in the in the middle of their army but they could also have an army that's a little bit more spread out and isn't as easy to vader into after the burst of speed turn so i think there's a lot of factors to that 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 are going to come up that you're not accounting for uh, i do think the broader point that mike's making which is that you're going to need to have a plan for a force user in your face besides just shooting them before they get there yeah which is currently viable yeah um i think that's i think that's broadly going to be true not just because of force users but also because we're now seeing like you know wookie buses yeah i think like that between the bus and burst of speed i basically think if you if you don't have a way to get a unit out of melee with a unit that you have activated you're in some serious trouble Um, unless unless you also have a lot of your own melee units unless you have a lot of your own melee units totally but if, if you don't have a good way to dislodge a unit in melee which really the only like surefire option for that is force push. Um, you, it's it's going to be tough, you know. Um, I, yeah, I I think though, what's going to happen is see, I think we're operating under the assumptions that if you just drop burst of speed into today's meta and no one adjusts for it, right? I think I think maybe you'll get one or two tournaments where it'll happen, but there's going to be an adjustment and things like. The IRG may be more important in in units, right? Who are who are capable of taking on those those melee units head on and and taking taking the damage and working working that out for your army. So, are you saying that the the game will change because people will adjust the units that they're taking? I, I don't. Maybe I don't know though. I think there's I think there's options, but w- where is the game now, right? Because I think the game already changed. But I don't think it fundamentally changes the game. I think people adjust one or two units. I know what you're saying, Kyle. But you are you I, are you are backpedaling. I don't think they right well because I'm well I'm trying to think because I don't think it fundamentally changes. Like I don't think people who really like Rexstar who are who are doing well at Rexstar are going to completely switch out of Rexstar, Mike. Even though I know you're doing that for 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 Invader, but that's I, on you. I don't think everybody's think should. in that same mentality but i i don't know i don't know it's interesting i think i think, I think clone balls are be. about to get a lot worse um and that's a good uh, just to be clear i think that's a good thing they get too well, strong hold, right hold the phone real quick yeah so so just just to be clear because this is uh, by the way listeners at home this is how fickle my co-hosts are is that not two or three weeks ago for Lone Star Open, when we didn't see a single clone ball make it to the top, what was it, four? I think maybe there was one in top eight. I don't remember. But we didn't see any. And I'm going, yeah, because there's other units. And Mike's like, Rex, Rex to be clear, I, I, just nobody I, took it. Now, yeah, yeah, a yeah, few yeah. weeks later, here we are backtracking. I don't think it's because of the bus or Wookiees, just to be bull. clear. I think, I think Vader Burst of Speed is the only reason. Maybe Palpatine burst of speed too, because and can... maybe Dooku and Jedi Luke. Yeah, there, there's definitely there's a yeah. number of units with burst of speed on it that I think just wrecks a clone ball. Um, okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm not scared about Wookiees in the Clone Wars. I get what you're saying. I appreciate it. Well, that was a good discussion. Yeah, I don't know how we initiated that, but it was good. It's just <laughs> something that's been bothering me since what Mike was it last the last Scoundrels cast? I think we talked about it, Kyle. And then I've been seeing all the like people message like talking about it and messaging me about burst of speed, and it's just been like irritating me ever since. It's so good. It well, is amazing. I, I get it's good. I do. It's just it's not some magic bullet. That, oh, changes, no, it's definitely not. Th- that changes a bunch of stuff about Vader. Like, you're still going to have to be really well, good at playing Vader. Like, you're still going to have to be smart. You're still going to have this, to, like, do things in the right order. You're still going to have to plan your, like, it's not just some magic thing. I well, can tack onto Vader and become instantly better. Let's uh, talk, before, we, before we sign off for a minute, let's talk yeah. about that real quick. Because in general, Force users are extremely high skill cap, right? Yes. Um, and there is no such thing as an easy button when it comes to a force user, up to and including burst of speed. But it does mitigate his primary weakness for people that actually know how to use him. Like, you're not, if you've never played Vader before, you're not going to just be able to slap burst of speed on him and throw him on a table and like suddenly win your Vader right. games. Yeah, right. Um, but if you're somebody that's like played a lot of Vader, uh, you are going to be able to slap burst of speed on him and suddenly start winning a lot of Vader games. Like, yeah, I okay, mean, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. What, but what I was hearing was in Invader League, all these people are going to start playing Vader, and I'm like, oh, well, I mean, they're not going to be good at it. Like, if may, this maybe, the first maybe time... they will, but I would be very surprised if there wasn't two copies of Vader in the top eight. I'm calling it now. I think that's going to require people to actually play him, which I'm not convinced will happen. Um, Sure. I do think that there will be people that are trying burst on uh, on like those other ones I listed that are already being played, like Luke and Dooku. Um, I definitely think you will see at least three burst force user lists in the top eight. Whether those are Vader or other force users, I guess we'll see. But um, okay. I think they easily could be Vader if experienced Vader players took that leap. Um, I'm not convinced that'll happen. Uh, I think I think that there are people that don't have the faith. Um, it, yet, in before but... Kyle plays Darth Vader and in Elims. You didn't ask me <laughs> what I was playing for Elims. I didn't. I mean, <laughs> clearly uh, not counting any chickens have to get there first, but um, one step at a time and all that. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I would if 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 I were to find myself in that position, I would not be ruling out a Vader versus speed list. So yeah. But I'd also have to waffle between that and super tactical droid. So I don't know. Well, the super tactical droid would definitely not be out by then, right? Uh, it might be. I mean, no. it's. Uh, I think it's October first, right? Oh, it's the same date as Yoda. Yeah, I think so. I think all this stuff could potentially be legal at basically the same time. Um, <laughs> let me see. What is it actually? Yeah, October first is the official date on um, the Asmodee page. Clearly, that could slip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I do sort of wish that we would just like maintain I don't maintain the same units from like start of round robin to end of elims. Um I think it would be kind of boring though, at least in this case, just because the what's currently legal when round robin is starting is like what's already been legal for you know the last yeah. couple of months. No doubt. No um, doubt. I just from like 
tournament integrity standpoint. Yes, I agree. Okay. Yeah. It's really two separate tournaments. It's like a qualifier tournament and then like an eliminations tournament. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, any final thoughts? Yeah. Join us next week as I uh, talk about bursts of speed again. <laughs> um, I, we, we did miss one thing in the news that we probably should talk about. What's that? Uh, very briefly. There is another mini stravaganza September 9th to 11th on amg's twitch oh good another I, weekend of hobby related things no, where they're actually, gonna sprinkle in news i think they have actually said they will talk specifically about like legion on that right oh yeah. did, oh was that that thing they know. did last year where they yeah. uh what it was just those two people who talked about legion and they showed off the models and all of the i think the which was, was on there was, a little bit yeah he I mean, was yeah yeah which was cool yeah yeah they showed the tank and the and I'd, the lat right i'd welcome that sort of thing again yeah yeah i mean it's three days so i you know a lot of it was hobbying i mean um but uh you know i think it's if they're going to talk about legion like uh it would great to be know that's a great platform to know what's coming next so hopefully hopefully they take the bull by the horns there yeah and maybe we'll get to see will's face so we can put a face to the yeah uh i He's definitely been on a bunch of the Marvel streams. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I'm just, I, I, I mean, know, in, uh, in a Legion context. Totally, 100%. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, I'm Kyle. You're not going to say we're the notorious scoundrels? You know, I honestly just forgot. Do I normally do that <laughs> well, like before? Well, I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, like, okay, all right. That's cool. In, in my brain, I'm so tired, man. Well, I'm he misses, misses a week and we've got to reboot him. You know? uh, yeah, just right. yeah, just restart. Um, right. did you I'm, restart I'm taking a suppression token. Here's your override. Go yeah. ahead. All right. Uh, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. Oh, I'm Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye.